Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Saleo Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Audio courtesy of Fox Sports. Live from the Fast Sign Studio. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. It's the show with Leo and Balky. I think I can sum up the show for you with one word. Nothing. By some divine miracle, we were paired up. He got that idiot at the copy shop to lie for it. Did you just call me a freak? Do you have anything else? How about a fresca? For God's sake, just give me the damn number! Lighten up, Francis. Call now at 920-281-1570 or 866-653-1570 if you want to join the program. And I'll tell you something else. This is the show, and we're not going to change it. And now, ladies and gentlemen, let's do this thing. Here they are. It's Leo and Balky. The second hour of the show with Leo and Balky, brought to you by Fast Signs of Appleton. See all of its products at fastsigns.com. Discover the power of highly customized visual solutions. With Fast Signs, anything is possible. Continue to hit us up on the Cease Electronics Talk and Tech Studio line 920281. 1570 or 866-653-1570. Email the show at the score's email inbox at the score wi.com and click on email the studio. Our second hour menu made possible by Tanner's Grill and Bar in Kimberly. You already know what day it is. Yes, it's Taco Tuesday and they have happy hour from 2 p until 5 p.m. And they'll be offering specialty tacos and fajitas all day long. Try some of their Christmas stout before it's all gone. Made especially for you from our their collab, I should say, with Stone Arch Brew Pub. Interesting. Stop by and see them at 730 South Railroad Street in Kimberly. What do we have coming up in over two bulky? Well, I'll tell you. Our score poll. We're gonna get to that in just a moment. We're gonna buck it up. Dame time dethrones the kings. And I wouldn't have known about it. Unless you, I wouldn't have known about it unless El Grande calls me. I okay. I totally forgot I was on. He called me and he's like, "Did you just see how this game ended?" <laughs> no, I did not. Why didn't he come on? That would have been Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was uh, busy getting his kids ready for um, sure school on Monday. Okay, that's kind of a hike for him. Yeah, too. yeah, that's kind of a not hike. just a hop, skip, and a jump away like New. this for. New. Well, actually, I'm, I'm probably closer than you are. You are right? closer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So that was that was an easy jaunt for me. Then Football Daily, the KISS method, K-I-S-S. You know what that stands for? Yes, I do. <laughs> do you really? I do. How did you learn that? One of your sales seminars? Yes. <laughs> I knew it. You used to, somebody be barking at me all the time. We'll, we'll save it for that. A always, B, B, yeah. C closing. It's, always, do, it's did you guys all... ever watch that in any of your sales seminars? Oh, I forced our staff to watch it here what yeah you had to force oh that is unbelievable i go we need to watch that here guys we've watched that uh 
the Ben Affleck thing from um, Boiler Room. Boiler Room, yeah. yeah, that's another classic. But you can't beat Alec Baldwin. You can't beat Alec Baldwin. Well, to me, it was that was the Affleck thing in Boiler Room was such a ripoff of yeah, it really of Alec was Baldwin very, from Glengarry Glen very Ross. Very similar. In fact, I actually saw Boiler Room before I saw Glengarry Glen Ross. Yeah, and uh, and then I was like, I was like, Baldwin is totally ripping this off from yeah. Boiler Room. And then I thought about like. Wait a minute, this came out way before Boiler Room. Yeah, you're talking about 10 years later. That was, that was, Boiler Room was a great movie. Yeah, I loved it. Star studded, too. Very much so. Vin Diesel, Giovanni Ribisi, um, Nikki Cat was in that. Remember Nikki Cat from uh, Dazed and Confused? Yeah, he took his shirt off and there's the bubblegum, bubblegum, chewing bubblegum. Was it, no, drink beer. I came here for two reasons to drink beer and kick rear end, and we're almost out of beer. Yeah. Uh, Tom Everett Scott, who was in, um, the Wonders movie with Tom that Hanks. Thing that do. thing you do. Thank you. He was uh he was in it. Who am I, who am I forgetting here? Scott Kahn. was Scott Kahn in it. Vin Diesel forgot. Well, this. I said Vin Diesel. Oh, you did. Yeah. Um. Uh. Scott Kahn, I think was in it. He was one of the J T. Marlin investors. I should okay. just bring up the IMDb here. J T. Marlin. We yeah. used that for fantasy football for team names for years. J T. Marlin. Yeah, it was uh. That was a good flick, and then then you roll that into uh, Wolf of Wall Street. They kind of. Yeah, that was good. Do you guys ever watch that? No, <laughs> a little risque. They're they're uh, meeting. Not when, that risque. Oh, what are you talking about? When it's totally clean. When Rob Wright. You know what? <laughs> I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. All right, maybe a little risque. <laughs> the show goes on. All right, that's enough. That's enough. Um, Ron Rifkin uh, was in that. Jamie Kennedy. We're talking about Boiler Room. Yeah. Jamie Kennedy was yeah. in it as well. Yep. Great movie. Bulky, great movie. John Abrahams. I don't know if you remember him from uh, um, Meet the Parents. He was the little brother in Meet the Parents. Yes. He was in that. Uh, Anson Mount, Will McCormick, who are two of the younger heartthrob unknown stars of the early 2000s. I don't know what happened to their career. So Nikki Cat and the now. other one from uh, that you just mentioned, they they both went to a TV show on Fox. Was it called Boston Public, where they were teachers? Nikki Cat was on Boston Public? Yeah. And who was the other one? The guy you just mentioned from uh, Meet the Parents. Oh, John Abrahams was in yeah. that too? Yeah. He was kind of a short, short guy, right? Uh, yes, very short. Yep. Yeah. Yep. They were on Boston Public, yeah, huh? Yeah, that was a pretty good show. I, I thought, you know what's funny is I thought that was going to be a good show, and then I started watching it. I'm like, ah, I can't get into this. I actually liked it. I mean, I'm, it, I mean, I'm glad you did. I just it, it was it not. It started out like the first couple of years were good. I might know who's the uh, the leading lady in that. It was uh, Loretta Devine. No, Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan. Michael Rappaport was on this. Yes, too. <laughs> he was great. He was great. This, in that show. this I mean, this is an impressive t- uh, cast here. You have Anthony Held. Now you remember him? He was the, he was the, um, he was um, Hannibal Lecter's uh, prison. Um, yes, he warden. Was like, he was like the principal. Yeah, uh, Chi McBride was in this. Fiveish Finkel, who's had an extraordinary career. Um, Jessalyn Gilsig, who's been doing a lot of stuff at, around that time. I don't know what she's doing now. Rashida Jones from The Office. Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. Tom McCarthy, who was actually also in Meet the Parents, was on 14 episodes of Boston Tom Public. from Arizona was no, in No, 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 oh, no. Different, different one. Okay. Tom McCarthy, actually, if I remember correctly, I think he directed Spotlight, which won the uh, the Oscar for um, 
Yeah. He, he, oh, he was, he, he was a writer for it. I don't think he was a director. But do you ever see that movie, Spotlight? That is fantastic. I haven't seen it. Oh, that's, I'm telling you, Leo, it, it's, it, it's a star-studded cast. It's a great uh, journalism movie with um, Mark Ruffalo, Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. Rachel McAdams is in it. Uh, John uh, Terry is in it. Um, uh, Leif Schreiber, who's like the new editor. It's based on a true story, too, which it's, it's pretty, pretty incredible, pretty powerful. Coop has a question about Boiler Room. What is it? I, can you? I this new setup is. I need longer arms. They're not. They're just not loading up. Uh, was it Boiler Room about uh, Freddy Freddy Krueger? Oh, that coop. He's got a. <laughs> he's got a. Pick of Freddy's face all boiled. See it? Yeah, I see it now. Thanks, Coop. They sorry call those gifs, Grandpa. Yeah. Or gifs if you're nasty. Hey, uh, Coop. Sorry about your cowboys, by the way. I think he's over it. Is he? I don't know. I mean, he's. This is not the first text he sent us today. I think he's in a better mood. I think he's. Well, on. He, he sent one earlier. He hasn't seen a beatdown like that since uh, <laughs> Ralphie beat the snot out Christmas of Scott story. Farkas in yeah. Christmas story. <laughs> he's got a gif there too. Mike McCarthy. Are you surprised he still has a job? Ah uh, man. I mean, be careful. Be careful what you wish for. Three, one and one and three in the playoffs as a Cowboys yeah. head coach. Yeah. Maybe they're just not that good. So it's not on McCarthy. I don't know. I mean, they were Dallas lost. trades up to the number one pick. They take Caleb Williams. Dak Prescott moves on. How yeah. about that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they're going Who says no? Dak Prescott's your quarterback for the Chicago Bears next year. Oh, yeah. We'd <laughs> like that one. Oh, it'd be tremendous. In Green Bay. Let's get to the score poll. Uh, Let's do it. Friday score poll. What happens in the Packers-Cowboys playoff game? 47% of you were correct in saying Green Bay wins in an upset. Wow. 33% said Dallas by seven or more. 19% said Dallas by six or less. By the way, you know who else said Green Bay in an upset? You did. The guy sitting on this side of the studio across from you. Bulky did. Bulky did. You know what's so funny about that is, and maybe the listeners have picked up on my shtick, but I did. A, maybe they haven't. Maybe they haven't. I, I did a ton of national stuff last week, and I picked the Cowboys in every single yeah. appearance, every single show. I was like, yeah, Cowboys are winning this by like 10, 10. but not for the score squad. I said the Packers would win. All right. Moving on. Today's score poll. How did the Packers beat the Cowboys? Was it with better coaching? Was it with better defense? Was it with a better ground game or a better quarterback? Leo, your thoughts. You have to pick one. Yes, so I'm taking coaching and defense right out, so I'm narrowing whoa, 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 you're taking coaching out? Well, I, I Matt LaFleur was a master right? in, in calling that the, game. So that's the one you picked. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know how you throw that one out right away. Well, I'm getting it down to two to keep this moving. <laughs> yeah, but to, to eliminate that one right away. Oh, yeah, okay. because, because there are two obvious choices here. It's either Jordan Love or Aaron Jones, and who am I going to go with? I'm going to go with the ground game, Aaron Jones, because that helps the passing game. Was the ground game better because of the coaching, though? <laughs> maybe because of the defense. Maybe. Gave, maybe. gave him great field position. Those <laughs> yeah. turnovers. Yeah, it could be. I mean, you could argue every point here. And that's why this, this score poll is pretty tight. Actually, um, there, this has come down to two uh, leaders here, and it's one of the ones that you picked, and it's one of the ones that you eliminated right away. Right now, leading the charge uh, by the slimmest of margins, better coaching. 36% of the score squad said that. Uh, 34% say better quarterback. So very, very close to coaching. Then you get 19% are with you, better ground game. 11% say it was with better defense. Boy, what would, I mean, 11% better defense. Living in a simulation. Yeah, but think about where this where this defense was at like four weeks ago. I mean, we were ready to, to 
you know, I was worried about Joe Barry's family, you know, getting death threats. And now final eight, unbelievable. The elite eight. Well, maybe NFL. Baker Mayfield is that good. He just won a playoff game last It's true. Time. He did. Um, get out there and manipulate the vote. X.com slash the score WI or the score WI.com. Manipulate the vote, as Polky always says. How are the roads out there, by the way? Any 41 North at the ramp from Jackson Street. Right shoulder is blocked due to a disabled vehicle. That is your Hurling Clark Law Firm traffic update. I wonder what goes on the wall over there. What do you mean? Well, there's uh, an open space where there, something's going to be plugged in. They're going to be a clock up oh, there. Oh, that thing up there? Yeah. There's an outlet inside of it. Is that a, is that a phone line, too? Possibly. I know there's still some work to do here in the Fast Nine. Maybe studio. it's going to be one like another, because we don't have enough televisions in here. Oh, we need more. How many? How many screens did I say we have? We have nine in here right now. Four, six, eight, plus the one I bring. Oh no, ten. There's one right behind yeah. here too. So we got ten monitors in here. Hmm. I think we're like launching missiles from this studio rather you than doing think. a radio program. Um, there's been a lot of teenage fan club birthdays lately, and I forgot that they did this song as well. I didn't want to play "What You Do to Me" again. I forgot about this song from the Judgment Night soundtrack. This is Teenage Fan Club and De La Soul. This is a song called Fallen, which, quite frankly, a lot of Cowboys fans are feeling that after that game on Sunday. Playing it in honor of Brendan O'Hare, who is a multi-instrumentalist, primarily known for being the drummer from Teenage Fan Club from 89 until 94. He's also a member of the band Mogwai. Happy birthday to Brendan O'Hare who is celebrating birthday number... God, I think I have too many tabs open on this. It always takes so long to load. Uh, He is celebrating birthday number 54 today. Happy birthday. All right, when we come back, we'll buck it up. Dame time dethrones the kings. That's next. Hey, yo, pack my bags, because I'm out of here. Mama don't love me, and my mama don't care. Read the papers, the headlines say, washed up rapper got some. Lingo's busted while the guitar sways. B-side copy for the radio plays for something. I knew I blew the whole fan dangle when the drum programmer wore a kango. It's a Tea Tuesday at Riverside Bar and Grill. Tea is in taco, and tea is in your favorite bartender. Her name is Tea. Stop by for delicious tacos. Have a couple of drinks. Riverside Bar and Grill, also a great place to have your own private gatherings, like birthday parties, anniversaries, or any type of occasion you want to celebrate. Talk to Greg, Jean, Cora, Julie, Renee, Agnieszka, or T. We recommend T. To book the quiet room, or as we call it, Level 11. Check out Riverside's Facebook page to see its full menu and upcoming events. Riverside Bar and Grill. Well, they have good old fashions there. Conveniently located at 906 South Old United Street in the Flats Appleton. Did you have an old fashioned last time you were there? You know, I was just thinking about this. I think so. Yes. I'm pretty sure you did. I don't I don't think I ordered it. That's the no, thing. No, no, you didn't. Yeah, I, that's because I was like, you know, I they do have good old fashions, but I never ordered one when I was there. How did I get one? I don't know. Somebody we know just whipped up a batch, and then there was another batch whipped up. There was oh, I didn't have two of them. There's no way I had two. Did oh. I have two? I don't think I had two. I don't know. I don't think I had two. Anyway, they were tasty. Yep. Thank you. Two. Everyone. 
Uh, Don't you Greg, want to shout out? Uh, Greg, Gene, Renee. Well, who was responsible for it? Was uh, it Greg? Greg made the first round. Renee made the second. Uh, okay. Well, who who wins in the old-fashioned off? Ooh, that's a great question. Greg's are pretty darn good. Yeah. More experience, I think. Yeah. Probably leads in. Seasoned veterans. He's a seasoned old-fashioned veteran. Yeah. yeah. No question. Um, speaking of seasoned veterans, holy cow, Damian Lillard. Yeah. Unbelievable stuff. Yeah. Now, that game should have been a loss for the Bucks. It should have. Should have been a loss. I went back and I watched the highlights for that game. The Bucks were up by, like, I don't know, five points with, like, 40 seconds to go. And the Kings came all the way back, and Tedekupo missed a free throw that yep, opened yep. things up. And then, actually, I think it was De'Aaron Fox um, uh, opened up the uh, – the game winner because he missed a free throw at the end with five seconds left too. Um, this was Damian Lillard's second ever buzzer beater in the regular season. And it was the 2,500 three pointer of his career. Boy, that's a memorable one too. Pretty incredible. Yeah, that was cool. Five seconds left. He inbounds the ball, gives it to Brooke Lopez. He gives it right back. I think Brooke, did you see Brooke was kind of holding his hands up like he was going to get the shot? I don't think so, Tim. Well, Connaughton was open in the corner, too, I think. Yeah. Um, so they had options, but you knew Lillard was taking that. What I thought was weird is the Kings double-teamed Atetokounmpo on the inbounds. Like, why Why are you double-teaming him? Yeah. It, like, you sh- nobody was on Lillard. I don't think Lillard got picked up till half court, and then they put two guys on him. And at that point, it's it's too late because once that dude crosses half court, all bets are off. Yeah, he's. he's Even, yeah, I'll tell you this. Here's how I know it was a big shot. Even Oddsmaker was impressed. Really? Yeah. Noted Damian Lillard. He hates Damian Lillard like as Fudge, much as hates Fudge hates Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. Yeah. yeah. Um, the Bucks were in the final game of a four game home. Oh, by the way, by the way, back up. Uh, yep. How did their predictions come out? Either of them close on uh, the Oddsmaker? Uh, 25 16 Packers was OMGs. And I think 28-14 was odds makers. Thought, but he said Dallas. I thought one it. of them had a really low-scoring game. Well, OMG changed it like three oh, times. Oh, gotcha. First it was 16-8. to eight, Then it was 20-16. <laughs> to 16, Then it was 25-16. She doesn't know what she's doing. All right. By the way, we're bucking it up, folks. If you're looking for a new place for lunch, how about Holiday's Pub and Grill, the Fox Valley's newest sports pub and event center? Check out its menu at holidayspub.com or stop by. The new location at 3950 North Richmond Street in Appleton. Uh, and we'll be in, at the Nina location on Thursday. My buddy, I will be. You my, won't be. I was going to say, but I didn't realize I was. Um, my buddy Chex was just just the Appleton one. Chex was? Chex was, yeah. He, he sent a picture of the beer list, and he's like, which one should I get? And uh, I said, well, they're all really good. But he started with the maple waffle cider. Ooh, he yeah. He said it was really good. And then he switched to a, I, uh, based on my rec- recommendation, I think it was the Voodoo Ranger Juicy Haze. Can't go wrong there. Yeah, yeah, that was, was good stuff. Um, back to the Bucks here as we're bucking it up. Um, Lillard, or excuse me, the Bucks f- final game, four-game homestand, second night of a back-to-back. Defense still wasn't there. They gave up 140-some points to the Kings, and they're going on the road. For them to lose that game, if they would have come up short, that would have been awful. To because they they were winning that game, but look every time it looked like they're pulling away in the fourth quarter, the Kings would come down and make shots. Kevin yeah. Herter, my goodness, and then Mike Brown. I don't know if you saw this. He got ejected from the game too. Well, it was a weird ejection. He like came out onto the court during play. Oh yeah, I did see that. It, in like the, in the that, highlights. yeah, that was bizarre. I didn't know what he was so upset about. I don't either. Um, Lillard, thirty-two foot shot with uh, 
taking it with two seconds to go up, like basically at the buzzer, wins the game. Bucks at now with 28 wins on the season. Um, Lillard had this to say about that shot. I looked up and two guys ran to Giannis, and when they ran to Giannis, Brooke was already running towards me. I knew that that was what the play was going to get to eventually anyway. So I advanced it to him and just took off golfing. Fox was kind of trailing the play, and he kind of got back in front of me because I slowed down. I knew I wasn't going inside the three-point line, so he kind of got back in front of me, and I just changed direction and went into space. That's all I was looking for. Just get into space where I can get a good look at the rim. I did, and you know it was a pretty comfortable shot. Yes, and this is exactly why John Horst brought him in. That's that's what he needs to do when we get to the real NBA during the playoffs. <laughs> Lillard also said this, too. I think this is interesting. I just try to avoid being in a crowd where it can be deflections or two defenders can put me in a position where, a position where I can't get a shot off at all. So once I came up the slot and Brooke was kind of right there, I went in front of Brooke. But I went the way that way just to go into space. That way, even if I think it was Sabonis tried to come towards me, I still would have been able to use the rest of that other three quarters of the court. I'm just looking for some space, and I found that space. He said he did look at the clock, too. <laughs> Nine of 23 from the field that night. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. But, but he still uh, you hit the game winner. Yeah, five, so. of, five of 13 from three. I mean, that's not terrible, right? Five of 13. What is that? From three? Yeah. Yeah, 40%. Yeah, that's good. You'll take that. Yeah. I don't think it's 40%. Is it A little it that over high? 40 my goodness, my math is well, bad. Six of twelve would be fifty. Fifty. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Um, let's see here. Uh, we got the great shot from Giannis Antetokounmpo's Instagram with everybody, all the Bucks doing the Dame yeah. Time thing. Yeah, I see <laughs> that. That's pretty good. Um, and let's see what else did I want to say about this here? Uh, the other regular season buzzer beater that he had, January thirtieth, twenty twenty one, Portland at Chicago. That's the last one he had? That's the last regular season buzzer beater he had. The last game-winning buzzer beater. Oh, this is th- – here's a good trivia question. When was the last time the Bucks won – had a game-winner at the buzzer before this Lillard shot? Hmm. Seems like it's been a while. And, and who was it? Oh, God. So it was it – was, um, it was seven years ago. Seven years? It was against the Knicks at Madison Square Garden. Oh, it was Giannis. Oh, that's all I needed to do is yes. tell you it was MSG yeah. and then you knew. Yep. I don't remember that shot. Yeah. What was it? That was the uh, the one in the lane. It was kind of a fadeaway. Okay. You know, he kind of dribbled back the guy down and then he kind of faded away. If you look it up. And I might have hit, hit the rim or hit the back banking or it was something crazy. Yeah, I, that, that one I do remember. That was against the Knicks. I think we might have it from you have some footage? N- NBA. I think it was a national nationally Here, televised game. Out of the Goombo, eight seconds. Backs his way up. Five seconds. Out of the Goombo's got it. This is courtesy of the NBA. Take a shot. Two seconds. Step back jumper. Got it! Got it! Out of the Goombo. Bottom! It's a buzzer. <laughs> Bam! Woo! Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Gone for Giannis at the buzzer! Bucks win it at the Garden! Boy, the, Malcolm Brogdon was look, – look at some of these. Okay. Malcolm Brogdon was on the team. Giannis Atetokounmpo had a mohawk. <laughs> Thon Maker 
I Zan. see oh. charging the court, and no surprise. Chris, he was going to be the next Giannis. It was, yeah. Well, um, Tenth pick of the draft. Kevin Garnett, remember when he came yeah. and worked out with yeah. the Bucks? He said, yeah, this Thon Maker, they got something here. And no surprise, Chris Middleton celebrating in street clothes. Of course. <laughs> John Henson is hugging him. You got Jason Terry out there, too. John Henson was still on the team? Yeah, John Henson was on the team. The two iron, according to Eddie Doucette. Uh, I, he, he was the human Muppet for me. <laughs> With the deepest, deepest voice ever. And who's this guy? Can you look at this for a second? No, just stay over there. You don't need to come over. I don't want to make this a huge production. Look at the white guy in the bottom right corner of the screen. Who is this guy? That guy right there. Who is that? I didn't see it. Okay, hold on. I'm going to go back. Look at the bottom right corner. This guy right here. You see him? Oh, yeah. Who is that? No idea. <laughs> now I have to, do I have to I look have up the no monster? no idea who that is. Seven years ago? That could be... Almost anyone. I'm looking it up right now. Greg Monroe was on that team, by the way. Oh, Steve yeah. Novak was on that team. Was it Steve Novak? No. You know he... who the head coach was? Of the Bucks? Yeah. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd, yeah. Michael Beasley, Matthew Dellavedova. Oh, was it Dellavedova? It was not Dellavedova, no. Um, it could have been. Was that Mirza Teletovich? Is that how you pronounce his name? Could be. I'm going to click on his link here. Yeah, that's who it was. Sharpshooter that never mm. got into the game. <laughs> that that Bucks team, I don't know how they finished, but remember that was they had Gary Payton Jr., Gary yeah. Payton the second on the team, and yeah. he came on at the end of the season. They had Miles Plumley, Tony Snell, Jabari Parker was still on that team. God, what happened to that guy? Got hurt. We were talking about this the other day, Oddsmaker and I said, Do you realize the Bucks could have had Embiid and yeah. Atetacumpo yep. on the same team? Yep. And you could see his mind just being blown. <laughs> just like really yeah it yeah. would have been awesome yeah. i don't you think they would have coexi coexisted probably not no would have been one or the other joe prunty was an assistant coach on that team everyone was very happy they took jabari parker because of the not taking uh grand hill oh, okay that's what it was for yeah. me like when because there was a big three that year right it was parker it was wiggins yeah andrew wiggins and Embiid. But Embiid was injured. And that was the thing. And it was a foot thing. Yeah. And, like, and, oh, you know what? Another Greg Greg Oden, Ogden, or whatever his name was. Oden. Or, Oden. or uh, Sam Bowie. I don't remember the Sam Bowie one. That was, they took. He was hurt? Sam Bowie? Yeah. I just thought he stunk. I didn't realize no, he was hurt. No, he had a he had a foot problem his whole career. Now, where did he go to school? Kentucky. Oh, okay. But they took him over I, Jordan. I was, listen, I, I would be a horrible GM, okay? I, I wrote a paper. Uh, in college of why it would be a massive train wreck to draft Kevin Durant over Greg Oden. I was 100% wrong on that. Ironically enough, my wife, one of her coworkers was a classmate of mine in that class. Okay. And she, she, she didn't know that, you know, we were married. And then years later, she's like, Oh, you're, you're married to him. Okay. Um, I remember he wrote this paper <laughs> uh, and I'm like, I'm glad that that's what I'm remembered for. And that like the, the horrible Greg Oden, Kevin Durantic. So I was totally team Oden then. And I was, I, I kind of, here's the thing. I would have taken Parker all these years later because of, and I didn't see the medicals, you know, maybe my medical team would have said, Hey, his foot's going to be fine. Embiid or whatever. But based on what I knew and on the outside surface, I was like, okay, you, you cannot invest this high of a pick into a guy who's, career could end as soon as this year oh, i agreed totally. I, I was totally on team parkers so that's why i'd be a horrible gm horrible gm yeah you can't look into your crystal ball 
and see the future. Well, I could. I just I saw the wrong future. Mm, <laughs> you know, maybe you so, did. This is, this is why I'm talking about it, and not in the front office actually doing it. Before we get to the music, though, I know you want. No, it's to, a long song. Go ahead. Uh, you wanted to uh, talk to the score squad about a, a basketball game in Madison. Tonight. That's right. Yeah, pregame coverage of the 13 and three and 11th ranked Wisconsin Badgers take on the eight and nine Penn State Nittany Lions in. Is it Happy Valley? Is that what you call it? I thought it was in Madison. I don't know. No, it's at it's at Penn State. That oh, I it's know. at Penn State. Yeah, yeah. But did you call it Happy Valley, or is that just football? Uh, yeah, I okay. think it's just well, football. Whatever. So they're playing at Penn State. Yeah, at Penn State. Okay. So Badgers on the road tonight. Total open up at one forty-five and a half, and it has fluctuated between one forty-three and a half and one forty-four and a half. It is now down to one forty-three and a half. Leo, go ahead and guess that spread. How ah, about Badgers by five? Badgers by five, says you. And I say... Leo was right. Leo was 100% right. Badgers open up as a a six-and-a-half point favorite. They are now down to a a five-and-a-half point favorite. Would you like to take a shot to see if the Badgers are going to win tonight? Always tough to win on the road in the Big Ten. The Badgers are going to do their bestest to get a victory tonight, just the same way that Leo's going to try to make a shot. Leo sucks, and I might as well take over his job. First one, no rim. Got a lot of backboard here. Let's see. More arch on this one. Arc, Leo, arc. Or arch. <laughs> All right, here it is. Oh. Leo sucks, oh, and no. I might as well take over. His I thought job. it was. I thought it was in. It rimmed out actually. One of them just. I thought. Oh. The, yeah, there we go. Hit me in the foot. Happy birthday to Aaliyah. Remember Aaliyah? No, Probably not. I do not. She was gone way, 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 way too soon. Aaliyah, born on this day, all the way back in. 1979. She's a singer and actress. Been credited with helping to redefine contemporary R&B, pop, and hip-hop. She had the nickname of Princess of R&B and Queen of Urban Pop. August 25th, 2001, at the age of 22, she was killed in an airplane accident in the Bahamas, along with eight other people on board when the overloaded aircraft crashed shortly after takeoff. Pilot later found to have traces of cocaine and alcohol in his body. Also, not qualified to fly the aircraft designated for the flight, which is really a sad story. Uh, happy birthday, rest in peace to Aaliyah, who uh, was born on this date back in 1979. This is her and Timbaland, I believe, in the song, Are You That Somebody? Jordan Love says, yes, he is. Fudge says, no, you are not. <laughs> Football Daily up next. That kiss method, we're going to talk about that and what that means exactly. Don't go anywhere, Score Squad. Leo and Bulky return right after this. Gusman Chevrolet Buick GMC is your source for new and used vehicles. They provide high-quality automobiles of all makes. Loyal customers stay with Gusman for years because of its commitment to customer service and its superior selection. Check it out for yourself. Gusman of Kokona, just have Interstate 41 at the Highway 55 exit. Awesome for Shaheen Holloway early on. Marteco oh takes for that. There's another dunk for Igadaro. They're fr- awesome for Shaheen. Audio courtesy of Fox Sports. I catch an awesome in that highlight. 
thought I heard that. I story. believe you did. Awesome. In my opinion, <laughs> the best college basketball team in the country. The Wisconsin awesome. Badgers. Yeah. Who is number one right now? It is. Um, is it North Carolina? Purdue's second. UConn. Oh, you! I knew that. Why can't I remember it? Yeah, NC's fourth. Okay. But we're not talking Badger. college basketball right Badger's now. Badgers not ranked. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> they are. They're like 11. I was just trying try to fire up our Badgers crowd. That's always like, you know, the people who always complain that the Badgers are never ranked high enough. Mm-hmm. But it was to say that they weren't ranked at 13-3 and three right now. Brian Butch said this on Zabe and Butch in the morning today. You realize that two out of their three losses came in the first 10 days of the season? Yeah. It was uh, Providence and um, who's the other one that they lost to? It was a good team. It was a good team. Tennessee? Tennessee. And they have lost. Who's the other loss then, too? That they, I mean, it wasn't recent. That one I don't remember. Well, he's looking that up. I'll tell the folks we are uh, sliding into football daily. Get your loan from the place that you own, Community First Credit Union, together. We'll find a way. And who did they lose to, ladies and gentlemen? Bulky bringing that up as we speak. <laughs> yeah, this is the horrible radio. And there it is. He's got the he's got the complete schedule on his. Scooter. Should have guessed this at number one Arizona. Oh, that yeah. What are we one. a bunch of idiots? We are a bunch of idiots. At least two of them. Yeah, back to back losses. They have one loss since November fourteenth. I'll repeat that. Badgers have lost once since November fourteenth. And Baker just checked in and said Arizona. Thanks, Baker. Awesome. <laughs> so, uh, football daily, the uh, kiss method. Keep it simple, stupid. Is that what you were looking for? When yes. We, when we went into our boiler room and and uh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. Tom Silverstein for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel put out a uh, column about the Packers' defensive resurgence. Um, and what a resurgence it's been. It just seemed like a few weeks ago we were talking about Baker Mayfield and Tommy DeVito and unknowns at the quarterback position just torching the Packers. However, in a matchup between Dan Quinn and Joe Barry, it was actually Joe Barry's defense that won the day over Dan Quinn's. Preston Smith, quote, we're playing simple football, letting the guys play because we have playmakers. Obviously, we have young corners and young DBs that can play. We got guys up front, young guys and older guys, they can rush. When we're allowed to play free, a lot of big plays happen. A lot of success for this defense happen. I think it's been simplified lately for everybody so we can go out there and play at a high level, play fast, and do a lot of things. TJ Slayton, we're not doing anything extra. We're sticking to the basics. Be yourself. Let's just work together as a team. That's all we did tonight. Rashawn Gary, when the offense is clicking and Jordan is throwing the ball and Aaron is running you how you need him, the offensive line is blocking how you need them. It just makes us want to get the ball back. When the cards are falling where we're getting the ball back, it's hard to beat us. Jair Alexander did not have any interceptions this season. Until Sunday. Yeah. Darnell Savage did not have any interceptions this season. Until Sunday. That's two first-round pick, uh, picks that really did not have a whole lot of big plays this season. Both of them missed multiple games due to injury. And now they're back, and they're healthy, and they're making plays. How reminiscent was Savage's pick in that same stadium to a former safety that had Nick a, Collins? Nick Collins yeah. had that pick in the uh, Super Bowl. 
it to me it was more like um Al Harris against uh the Seahawks because it was both jumping the route and it was clear sailing. Like there was Or Tremont Williams. Tremont Williams Tremont Williams is another good one, yes. Um Kenny Clark, we're just playing great complimentary football. Our offense is doing a great job, and we're making plays on top of that. We're getting the ball back. Uh, Sav had a great pick six and the other stuff. The timing is good. I think we're just playing off each other, playing together. Joe Barry allowed Jair Alexander, Carrington Valentine, and Keyshawn Nixon to play tight while the inside linebackers and the safeties made sure that CeeDee Lamb was not running free on a crossing route across the field. Um, Alexander didn't match up on CeeDee Lamb. Keyshawn Nixon covered him when he was in the slot, and Valentine and Alexander played on their respective sides of the field. Alexander obviously re-injured the ankle. We hear anything about that? We all? have not heard a thing. Hopefully tomorrow we'll find something. We just know. And Bari is out for the year. Yeah, that stinks. Yeah. 41% of the snaps, though. This could just mean that Lucas Van Ness is it's wheels up for him. Well, Brendan Cox. Or Brenton Cox is another Brenton guy that, Cox, that, that's yeah. going to be getting yeah. in the game. Yeah. Um, Packers actually worked out two guys, uh, two pass rushers. Um, and one of them, I think his name was Alexander, I want to say, um, actually had a pretty high RAS score and was a guy that the Packers were interested in um, in the pre-draft process. Hmm. Whatever we called, we played it and we executed. That's what Carrington Valentine said. We all knew what's at stake and we still know what's at stake. We talked about it and we don't want to go home. I think what I get from this, from listening to all these guys talk about it, all these different defenders, Joe Barry said, to hell with it. We're not going to overcomplicate things. You guys are all good at football. Let's just let you make plays. And that's what's going on. Yeah. None of this, oh, the communication was bad and – and uh, we got all this complex stuff going on here. How about you just out-athletic them? And they did. They out-athletic the Cowboys. They outplayed them in every sense. Of How many times did Prescott get sacked? Three or four? I'm, not, I'm asking because I don't, I don't even know. know. I don't know. But I, don't, I know I, it was up there. I know Van Ness had another sack. Um, so I think what we're learning from this here, Leo. Preston Smith had a big one at the end Preston of the Preston Smith, at, yep. Um, what we're learning about this defense that has happened over the last four weeks Joe Barry's installed the KISS method. Mm -hmm. Keep it simple, stupid. And that is your Football Daily for Tuesday, January 16th, 2024. I wonder if Dan Quinn is still a highly sought-after coaching candidate after I would think so. giving up 48 points to, to the powerful Green Bay Packers He's office. got that Mike McCarthy playoff stink on him. Once he yeah. washes that off, he'll people will be like, well, you know, it was McCarthy. Well, he's still got that Super Bowl loss hanging over his head, too. Right. Yeah, that's true. I think that... Uh, Quinn gets hired somewhere, and I think the fact that McCarthy has not been let go means that he is going to be back in Dallas next year. And Mike Tomlin not getting let go. Plus, Jerry's to talking to Billy. Oh, Belichick? I heard yeah. he was uh, interviewing with the Falcons. Yeah. Bill he, Belichick. Yeah, Now, that, that's an interesting yeah. pairing. Uh, happy birthday goes out to member of the Strokes. Oh, the Strokes. Nick Valencia. Guitarist with the Strokes. They uh, went to number 14 in 2001 with Last Night. Their number two album in 2001 was called Is This It? Valencia is actually married to television presenter Amanda DeCadenet, who was formerly married to Duran Duran bassist John, John Taylor. How about that? Hmm. Nick Valencia today turning the ripe old age of 43. Happy birthday to Nick Valencia. This is uh, Reptilia by the Strokes.
Cool. Um, a song that I think Fox Sports has played as bumper music during their NFL coverage before. Okay, man. Shout out to uh, Ben Kaminos. Ben! For joining the show today. Tomorrow we'll have Mike Leone. They had a fantastic one nothing victory. Did the Green Bay Gamblers in their last game. They are still second in the Eastern Conference. And they have a rare opportunity to beat, I think it's Youngstown? They play them three straight days coming up, all at the Resh. How weird is that? That is playing weird. The same three, three, playing the same team three days in a row on your home ice. We'll talk to Mike Leone and then Peter Bukowski. Packers and 49ers. Plenty of coverage on that from the Leap and the Lockdown Packers podcast. That's all coming up tomorrow. Can't wait, Bulky. Coming up next on The Score, Drew and KB. We hope you have a great rest of your day, Fox Cities. We will chat with you tomorrow. Wow, what a show. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.